Money Talk Extra with me, Peter Lewis. This morning, we'll look at the advantages of being married from a financial standpoint. Jimmy Lamb will be joined by a kindergarten teacher to hear about her financial difficulties. And in our investment segment, we'll shine the spotlight on structured products. And we've been reading your comments and suggestions, so please do keep sending them in by email. Moneytalk at rthk.hk is the address. Or message us on our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. 3.6 million people in Hong Kong are married. And each year, around 50,000 couples tie the knot. However, there's an increasing tendency amongst men and women in Hong Kong to not marry. In 2016, 32% of adult males and 28% of females had never been married. Furthermore, the age at which Hong Kongers are getting married is increasing. Most people believe that getting married will make them happier. But does it also make you wealthier? Whilst getting married for financial reasons doesn't sound very romantic, is it better from a financial viewpoint to be married, single or cohabit? To try and answer that question, I went to see Marcus Dole, partner and head of the Family Asset Protection Team at law firm Berwin Leighton Paisner in association with Haley Home Partners. Good morning, Marcus. Morning. First of all, in order to get married, what are the legal requirements you have to fulfil? You need to have an official marriage. You need to have an official marriage certificate. Um, and uh, to do that, um, that can be done um, by an official civil ce- celebrant of marriages, our marriage is a registry office. It needs to be a recognised marriage. Um, and um, on the back of that, then, if there is a divorce, um, uh, it, you then have a situation where you can make claims for what's called financial relief. Um, and um, that's a very, very different matter uh, for claims within a marriage than claims outside a marriage. Um, and uh, it is very, very important uh, for people to know in, in Hong Kong that there's no such thing as a common law wife. If you're not married, um, you don't have claims for yourself. You could have claims for your children. Um, So the marriage certificate itself is a very valuable document. It immediately gives the... uh, Both parties technically claims against each other for financial relief. And what sort of benefits and protections from a legal standpoint, first of all, does marriage provide a couple? Um, It basically gives them the rights um, to um, make applications for uh, lump sum claims, um, uh, capital claims, also maintenance claims, and also the court can can make orders transferring properties from one to the other, property adjustment orders. Uh, and um, it can also, in really complex cases, um, uh, make orders against trusts, which is a very uh, important part of the financial setup in Hong Kong, where a lot of wealthy people have um, trusts. Uh, that's a, a very important area because, again, people are unaware of the attackability of trusts. And quite a lot of what I do on a daily basis is look at trusts and, um, and see, stress test them and see whether they can be attacked in a divorce scenario in addition to um, giving advice on prenuptial agreements and postnuptial agreements, which are very important. So that's one financial Correct. aspect of being married. What other financial benefits are there from being married? Uh, well, you you can have claims um, against um, your uh, spouse's pension, for example. Those are um, uh, th- those are advantages. Uh, those are useful for you. For example, uh, and what about getting married itself? Obviously, we don't get married for financial reasons, mostly anyway. But nevertheless, what sort of impact does it have 
on your financial well-being? Can it improve it? Can it make it worse? What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, um, I think it gives you um, – marriage is a very, very imp- important um, uh, thing to go through. It gives, I think, people stability. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship where um, you have thought very seriously about entering into a marriage is important. And I think that stability can uh, give um, both spouses some feeling of stability and well-being. Uh, and both people uh, are working together to try and increase wealth, but also, above all, make sure that they have a happy life. Um, and also remembering life is not just about money. Mm-hmm. But more and more people are choosing not to get married. They're choosing to live together um, or maybe not get married until later in life. So if you cohabit, um, what are the disadvantages of that? Um, that is the, 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 big, the biggest myth in Hong Kong, and it applies also to, to, to England. Um, it is – there's no such thing as a common-law wife. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe – um, that in Hong Kong, it's ex- you have exactly the same financial claims um, if you're just living together with somebody. That is not correct. Um, and um, if you uh, marry, if you if you cohabit with somebody, effectively the only claims that you can make um, uh, during that relationship, or if it breaks up, are claims against um, the other party for supporting the child. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you break up, then um, uh, Financial applications can be made for for, for you and your child housing uh, being housed, um, f- uh, child support and that sort of thing. The claims um, that can be made are um, much much smaller, effectively. So there's a real difference between uh, the claims that can be made on marriage uh, after marriage and claims that can be made after cohabitation. Now there are some people that want to get married but can't. Same-sex couples are the yes. obvious class there, but that's very much in the news yes. uh, these days. What is their situation? Well, um, unlike places like England, um, same-sex couples cannot get married, and um, they are in a, a very disadvantageous situation compared with England. For example, in England, um, uh, it's possible for same-sex couples to get married and also for them to make claims, the same very financial, the same financial claims that can be made uh, in a divorce uh, with two heterosexual couples. So even if you are a same-sex couple who is legally married abroad in, say, the US, the UK or Australia – if you come to Hong Kong, you lose all the protections of being married. Absolutely do. It's a totally different jurisdiction. And what about when you retire? What impact does being married have on things like retirement benefits, pensions? Well, um, a lot of people um, in Hong Kong and England um, have pensions. And um, if you um, are still married when your other, your other um, half retires, then usually you can claim um, against the pension of, mm-hmm. of the other person. Uh, and if your spouse dies, uh, then you can continue to receive the benefits of that pension. So again, here in Hong Kong, if you're cohabiting, uh, then you won't get those benefits. Correct. And health benefits, if you're an expat couple with maybe health insurance, is there, are there benefits from being married? Um, I, I think that's just a n- normally co- normal commercial arrangement. Um, uh, you know, you can get uh, your health ben- benefits. Usually people take out policies. Now, finally, I mean, finances do really have a big impact on, on your happiness, really, as a, as a married couple, Correct. don't they? A lot they of do. couples 
enter marriage with a lot of debts, maybe student debts, the cost of the wedding um, itself. Can you give us an idea of, of how that does impact the future success of the marriage or your financial situation? Um, uh, if there are financial pressures um, uh, entering into um, any relationship, that can put a strain on the relationship. Um, a lot of people uh, I come across um, and in, in, some, in some divorce cases I come across, um, I feel that there is um, too much focus on the wedding before you get married and not enough focus on the fact that actually a marriage takes a lot of working at. Um, and if there are debts um, going into to the marriage, that puts a lot of pressure on, on the parties. Um, also, on the other side, um, a huge amount of wealth um, can put a lot of pressure on the parties. A lot of people are worrying a huge amount about um, claims against um, uh, wealth in the event of a divorce. And again, that also puts pressure on parties, which is another reason why a lot of wealthy families in this part of the world are regularly entering into prenuptial agreements and also postnuptial agreements. So a couple really should make sure that part of the discussion around getting married is their financial situation, their expectations on spending habits and, and the like. Expectations on spending habits uh, and also honesty being upfront with each other, being being prepared to talk talk about things, thinking about having children. Um, sometimes people don't actually talk about that um, uh, before they marry, and then suddenly they discover that one party doesn't actually really want to um, to have a family, um, and that can put a strain on a relationship. You heard there from Marcus Dole, who is vice chair of the Family Committee of the International Bar Association.